Happy 2023, everybody. Today on this podcast, I'm going to be going through four lessons the Lord has shown me in the last six years of doing the Kindling Fire podcast. Uh, 2023 is my seventh year. I'm looking forward to it. And I've got something right at the beginning of the show to kind of get you uh, in the right mindset going into 2023 as a bonus. So hope you tune in. Welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangle. God is preaching a sermon to the world through people's lives. People's experience, history, and testimonies all point to some amazing attribute of God that you too can experience. I interview revolutionaries, fire starters, and troublemakers. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life. A voice that says with God you can and with God you will step into the abundant life. So let's get rolling. Welcome to 2023. I hope that 2022 was amazing. And uh, before we get into the four lessons that I've learned in the last six years of doing this podcast, I'll be actually going into my seventh year in 2023. I want to give you a bonus. I want to give you something that's uh, I've been thinking about kind of going into 2023. And so you can kind of get your mindset kind of um, in a good space. And so let's start here. Matthew 6, 33. Jesus says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. You know, I love that the verse starts with but because a lot of times we are seeking a lot of things from a lot of people um, that's not the Lord. And uh, and we wonder why they don't yield the result that we had hoped. And so um, let me just kind of share something I've been thinking about kind of going into the year because I, I want you to start off with the right mindset. Uh, a lot of times we are presented and with a lot of successful people that have said, hey, look, you know, write your book in 30 days or get to, you know, a quarter million or a half million or a million dollar income, you know, if you follow these steps or get those six pack abs, um, you know, if you do my thing. And so everybody's sort of like join my mastermind program, you know, pay me, you know, everybody's got their side hustle, pay me whatever, $100 a month and better your life. And, and look, I'm not faulting all the people that that tried to do it. I've actually done it with you guys as an audience years ago. Uh, but here's the thing that I want you to be um, be wise of. Um, we are very attracted to the idea that you know, hey, you only use twenty percent of your mind, and you know, you have this untapped part of you, like eighty percent of your mind, that if you would just unlock, it would be all the keys that you want uh, to achieve all your dreams. Um, or there's this other part of you that if you just knew the secret knowledge or secret information, or if you just had these atomic habits, or if you just fill in the blank, pay me you know X amount of dollars a month and join my thing, um, then you will unlock all this potential that you this untapped potential that you have. Um, and and it sounds so attractive. Like you know, you, maybe you've seen the movie movie Limitless. You know, the idea is that he finds a pill that unlocks this eighty percent, and he becomes like this superhuman in every situation, socially, physically, emotionally, sexually, financially. Um, you know, he's just this amazing character, and it's all because he discovered this pill that unlocks this other part of your brain. We love those stories, but they are by nature deceptive. And, um, and I don't mean every mastermind program out there is deceptive or anybody that's trying to help you is deceptive. I, I really don't mean that. Here's what I, here's the thing I want to caution you guys in is that according to Matthew 6, there are people 
that are seeking things that they need or desire, right? It could be food, it could be clothing, it could be money, it could be success, it could be whatever. And uh, in the in Jesus was giving advice to those people, say, don't run after those things, right? Here's the formula, if you will, right? Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, and his righteousness basically means him do it his way according to how he's written in the in the word uh, for for example forgive as i've forgiven you you know that's a commandment uh, seeking his righteousness would be to follow that commandment no matter how hard it is uh, by faith for example and then god as a promise and the promise is all these things all these things that you desire all these things that you really need all these things that you dream of will be given to you as well. Here's here's the big revelation I was uh, thinking about kind of going into this year. God wants to give you these things. These are not things that you have within yourself that you need to unlock with secret knowledge from some successful person that have said, hey, follow me and you'll get all these things, Uh, which we love. We love following man. Jesus just says, don't follow man, follow me. That was a call Jesus had, follow me, seek first my kingdom, seek first my righteousness, and I will give you all these things as well. So what you are looking for is outside of yourself, and it's in God himself. And in finding God, he will give you what you need. He will give you what you need. So uh, don't go in... I'll say this with one caveat. The Lord may say, hey, what I want you to do is learn from this person. He will He will potentially give you what you need, but it won't be from him. It will be from me through him. It's sort of like he's lived a life with me or they've lived a life with me and they have something to offer from me for you that they have learned, but it doesn't source from them. And that's the thing I want you to be very kind of eyes wide open going into 2023. Don't buy too quickly into people's promises. If you follow my formula, if you get these atomic habits, if you do these whatever, you know, that you'll you'll be able to self-help yourself towards your dream. The reality of it is the formula that God has laid out is he will give you these things. And are you willing, are you willing to receive abundantly beyond what you can ask or imagine from the Lord's hand himself by following the formula Jesus laid out for the things that you need and desire, which was seek first his kingdom and he will give them to you. Guess who's not in control of that? You aren't. He is. He's going to be the one that says, this is what you need. This is what you need. And, um, and we don't like not being in control. And so we love people that present to us something that where we can kind of control our destiny, you know, follow these steps and then achieve the things that we want. And it, it really is deceptive by nature because it's like, look, the Lord, uh, the Lord's in charge of all life. And he is so generous with what he wants to offer you, but he will only honor those that honor him. So honor him, put him first. Don't, you know, don't overbelieve in man, if you will, or even in your own ability that somehow you just got to self-discover your way to, to greatness. Seek his first, seek his kingdom first, and he'll give you what you need. It will be from the outside to you, outside of you to you. And, um, and one of the people that I do know that is dialed in on this radio frequency correctly is John Eldridge with his latest book, Resilience. I haven't read it, but I have gone through his devotional. 
And he talks about resilience, which is what people want. This ability to live beyond your circumstances is something you receive. You receive it from God. It's not something you discover within yourself. You receive it from the Lord as you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So I just want to kind of help uh, frame your year uh, to have the right mindset going into it and to not put too much faith in sort of man's approach, but put all your faith in God's approach. And God may lead you to something that will help you get more discipline, get your six pack abs, run your marathon, you know, get, you know, do your side hustle, start your business. Like I'm not against learning from other people by any means. Um, but just go in with eyes wide open and always make sure you are following this principle in this scripture Jesus laid out. Seek first his kingdom and all these things will be given to you as well. That's a promise. All right. So let's let's get into these four lessons that the Lord has kind of um, showed me. This actually came from Instagram post that I did. And I, you know, and I realized not everybody, you know, on this show uh, that listens to me actually follows me on Instagram. So you may not see this stuff. I actually put some fun stuff on Instagram to kind of round out some of the things that I maybe forget to say on podcasts and other things like that. Um, I guess I would be remiss to say, hey, if you do want to follow me, search the Killing Fire Instagram or Troy underscore underscore Mangum, and you might get some extra stuff. Well, this is some a post that I made. And I thought, you know, let's just turn this into a show. I think it would be kind of a cool show. And here's what it is. Um, I was looking at my statistics and um, it's such it's so interesting. Um, as I was looking at it, I was just like, you know, Lord, this has really been a wild ride. And there's and you've taught me a lot across these six years of doing this show. And so let's start with the first lesson he showed me. Uh, this is from Zechariah 4.10. It says, do not despise small beginnings for the Lord rejoices that the work began. And I'll take you back to the end of uh, 2017. I started the show, I think in like April or May, and I was really diligent. Like I was cranking. I was doing every week and um, I was getting a lot of guests on. I thought we were having amazing conversations, but my statistics, like nobody was listening. It was like barely anybody was listening and um, nobody seemed to care and nobody seemed to appreciate what I was doing or see value in what I was doing. And after nine months of having such little results, I was really thinking about like, what am I doing? This is such a waste of time. Like, Lord, I thought you, you know, bless everything you do and, and all this other stuff. And I, and I got really discouraged. And the Lord took me to this verse. And the thing that he shared with me is that he was rejoicing over me. He was glad over me that I had the faith enough to, to take the risk and to start this little thing called the kindling fire. Uh, and, and the irony of that is not lost to me, right? A very tiny fire, you know, that one day would grow into a big bonfire. And so I remember really thinking like around the December timeframe, I think I'm going to quit. I think I'm going to stop. And all I needed was, was a time seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness in the scriptures. He took me to this verse. He says, don't despise these small beginnings. Don't hate these small results. He said, I delight in you that you've started. And that's all I needed. It got me over the hump of really thinking about quitting. And, and what's so beautiful about that is what I did in that time period, I, you know, by the grace of God, you know, will do more than that in a month. But, but when I started, I had hardly anything to show for my nine months of labor of weekly doing shows and interviews and all the things I was doing. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm just banging my head against the wall. But the Lord was like, I delight in that you've had faith enough to start. 
and don't despise what you see. And so that was really cool. So then I want to fast forward you to several years into the show. I was probably like three, three and a half years in the show. And, and, and I was listening to a lot, I was being influenced a lot by, by, you know, thinkers, you know, like kind of look what I was talking about, like masterminds and people that are doing podcasts and doing entrepreneurship. And they were just like, do this, do this, do this, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. You know, you know, all these things to, to build your email list and do all the things. Right. And I started to notice that I started to serve like my, my bi-week, my schedule, my, the expectations that I thought people would have of me. And I actually became a slave to what, uh, to the show in the grace that I'd had up to that point was gone. And it really just became a slog. It just became work. And I was like, Lord, this there used to be such a grace over this. It wasn't like I was carrying this heavy anvil on my back, trying just to sh- slug through everything. There was just a grace. There was an ease. There was an enjoyment. And, and so what I ended up doing, I got influenced by someone who kind of was walking with the Lord in this. And they were like, yeah, I don't, I don't do this every week anymore. And I was like, well, why don't you do that? And he basically said, I'm trying to learn a rhythm of walking with the Lord with this show. And I was like, man, that is fascinating. And that inspired me to be like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take myself off of that. I have to do a show every week schedule, which was sort of like, how can you build an audience if you don't do something every week? And all this other people that would, would say all these things. And I'd be like, because my soul is dying. That's why. And so I decided to, to, um, to cut back. And that gave me some breathing room. And then eventually I felt this desire to be like, I think I don't, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to do. And I just eventually stopped the show. And, uh, and what happened was that the Lord was doing a recovery at a deep soul level and, um, and really started to, to do just just really recover me as a person to kind of get off this treadmill of trying to be something or or be seen as something or whatever and uh, be successful i guess and and it cut my statistics in half like it cut it like i I was doing as as high as i had ever done i was at the peak of what i was doing as far as the math went and all the stats went and i was like dying inside and the lord just said uh, the Lord just kind of helped me just kind of walk away from all of it. And and at the time, I guess I'd gotten some kind of reputation somewhere. And so publishers were sending me pre-release books and, and you know, like, hey, can you have this guy on your show and all this or a lady on your show? And uh, and eventually when I stopped, like I just fell off the radar. And and like I said, cut my statistics in half, but I was free inside. And one of the things that those statistics could never show was how free God had set me uh, by walking away from it. That's one of the ways reasons why I like uh, certain people that are just, I'm just so impressed with. Like Francis Chan, when he was at the peak of his success as a mega pastor, he, by the grace of God, walked away from it. Um, this will date me, but Rich Mullins, you know, was a, uh, could have been a millionaire based on the success he was having in his music, but he, but he chose to live a, a specific income and give away all of the rest of his money. He lived on the a Navajo uh, Indian reservation in a trailer and he didn't have to, but he chose to do that. Um, another person I can think of is Billy Graham. 
you know, Billy Graham obviously, um, you know, was massively successful, but he he lived by comparison to his success a fairly uh, normal level of life financially, and he did that by choice. And, and these are like decisions that really make the world pause because it's like, well, why would you ever do that? And in my case, why would you ever walk away uh, when you're doing your best? Because it was like, my soul was more important than the show. What God was doing in my life was more important than the show. And honestly, I wanted the grace of God back. I missed it. I knew what it was to walk with the Lord with something when you're creating. And I completely had lost it. And I was like, Lord, all I want is that. And if it means I have to stop everything to regain this grace over my life and the, in the rhythm of my life, that's what I want. And that was awesome. So that was the next. So that lesson was basically serve the creator, not your creation, whatever you create. Don't be a slave to the things you create. So the third lesson was there's a rhythm in how God teaches us. Um, so after having walked away, I think I was away from the show for about nine months. And, um, and I remember getting to this point where I felt like this kind of call or this wind actually was other people kind of in my life saying, I, I really think you should start the show again. And people saying, hey, I kind of miss the show. And, and I was like, Lord, I, I don't know what to do. And prior to that, I kind of had a plan, right? I was doing a certain thing. I knew what I was doing and I knew it. I, I was kind of driving towards a goal. And now I was kind of like, Lord, I don't know what to do. And, and I was really had a lot of concern about going back to the show, not knowing what to do. Um, and but trusting my friends and and maybe the, the the kind of the Lord's encouragement, go in not knowing, you know, just go in not knowing and and see what happens. And so I went in with this new rhythm. I wasn't going to serve a schedule. I wasn't trying to you know climb Stats Mountain. I was free. I did have a recovered heart. I wasn't trying to manufacture momentum. Um, I wasn't you know I had no real grand ambitions for the show. Um, I, but I did have a gratitude in my heart, Lord. It's like, God, thank you so much that this thing has been given to me as a gift for me to grow personally, like the, the, the caliber of people that I would get to talk to and what we would get to talk about and how God was enriching my own life was, was incredible. It was such a gift from the Lord and, 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 and other people benefited from it. And I was like, that is an absolute bonus. And so that's kind of how it's been in the last year and a half since I came back to the show and the grace of the Lord returned. And uh, so that's a little bit about rhythm. You know, sometimes you do need to walk away from successful things. You do need to walk away or take a break or take a sabbatical so that you can regain the, the rhythm with the Lord and what he was showing me. And for me, he was showing me that I was more valuable than whatever I was producing. I was, this didn't show my value that I did something and people liked it. I was valuable, period. And uh, that was just, man, what a gracious, wonderful lesson the Lord um, uh, taught me. But he taught me through me walking away from something that, quote, maybe I thought I needed. And that, man, what a gift. And so the last lesson he showed me um, in, the, you know, and kind of like thinking through these last six years was, and this, uh, basically, I've already said it, but it's God is more concerned in the growth in us than the growth he could bring through us to others. And I'll say that again. God is more concerned in the growth 
in us than the growth he could bring through us to others. Don't get this backwards. Uh, When God captures our hearts, he will naturally capture other people's hearts without striving to, to make something happen. So we can be active, you know, do, do a lot and be fruitful in the kingdom of God, you know, have the anointing of God on it, but we can do it from a place of being at rest and being truly free. And so those are the four lessons that the Lord has shown me in these last six years. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. Serve the creator, not your creation. There's a rhythm and how God wants to teach us and submit to that rhythm, no matter what. And God is more concerned in the growth in us than the growth he could bring through us. And I will um, quote a, uh, a very wise pastor uh, that I got a chance to meet with when I was a young man. Um, and he said something to me that, that profoundly rocked me. And this is what he told me. He said, and I was uh, you know, very ambitious. I was trying to gain ministry accolades and I was trying to grow ministry and do ministry. And he said, he said, Troy, God is more, God is after the man, not the ministry. But once he gets the man, the ministry will follow. He said, I'll say it again. It's so good. He said, Troy, God is after the man, not the ministry. Once he gets the man, the ministry will follow. And I kind of reworded that, I guess, saying once he's captured your heart, you don't need to strive anymore. It just happens naturally, just like a vine connected to the the source of life. It will grow naturally. Fruit, kingdom fruit, fruit that will last, grows naturally. So those are the four lessons that I've learned across these uh, last six years. I'm so grateful for what God has done through this podcast. I've got some uh, exciting guests that I've got planned for uh, the early part of this year uh, that I can't wait to bring to you. And uh, and guys. As 2022 was, so will 2023 be. It's going to be an amazing year. When you put God first, all these things will be given to you as well. I promise Jesus said it and we can bank on it. So be awesome. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. And if you want to connect, go over to Instagram, search Troy Mangum or The Kindling Fire, and we can connect there. And that would be a great way to kind of stay in touch. I am doing a YouTube channel, so we do video formats of these podcasts, and we'd love to have you look there. Okay, guys, until next time, be awesome.